0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 35 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. We are back on schedule here on a Sunday Sunday um, evening. So very <laughs> nice to um, have you here for today's show. Um, yes. all righty. So this week we have... Um, the weekend for, oh, by the way, how is your um before we get into everything, how is the Denver Film Festival going? Today's the last day?
1: Today's the last day. It's been going you... pretty all right.
0: <laughs> I, have you um are you seeing are you seeing anything um, today?
1: I'm seeing the Hidden Life, and then I'm seeing this documentary called The Infiltrators.
0: Oh, Okay. Okay. Sounds cool. Sounds good. Um, all right. So let's get right into the show. We have the box office for the weekend of um, November 8th. And we have the opening releases for Dr. Sleep, Midway, Last Christmas, Playing With Fire, and some extended releases for Jojo Rabbit, Honey Boy, and Marriage Story. So without further ado, let's get right into it. What came in on the one this week? Coming
1: in at number (laughs) one is Midway, opening to 17.5 million domestic this weekend. The latest from Roland Emmerich has yet to have a significant international release, so those numbers are not released. But this certainly is over everyone's expectations and quite the shock at number one this weekend. Maybe Veterans Day had something to do with it?
0: um yeah that's 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 the only i mean that's the only um, kind of conclusion i can come to i don't know what else happened here um i I, i'm i i'm surprised that this came a number one i was not giving it a big number last week i think you and i both was not like you know really feeling feeling this movie to have a really big opening but i guess if you count veterans day i guess maybe it was veterans day maybe it was the holiday maybe um some people some people were interested into the movie Um, I mean, the marketing was not that crazy and stuff, so I'm, I'm very surprised, but I mean, good opening, I guess, not great, but like, you know, it's, it came in number one, 17 million, uh, I'm not sure what the budget is for this movie is, but, um, I mean, I guess it's fine, you know, I guess it's all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it just, uh, I don't know, I, you know, I guess when you're the only war movie around, um then it it helps boost your your numbers as well. To go along with that, it did get an A Cinema score, so people seem to really enjoy it that went out and watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see what kind of legs Midway has on it as we move throughout. Um, People were asking, I saw how Roland Dameron continues to get projects, and this is how.
0: Yeah, this is how. Yeah, people um, like
1: people like a big over the top disaster film from time to time. So that's Roland Emmerich has that corner of the cinema world covered.
0: Yeah, he does. Because I remember. Yeah, I remember his his movies that do you know that are like this. They do well, and um, it's baffling to me at least. But well, I mean, I guess. Kind
1: of Pearl Harbor, but it was a box office success. So.
0: Right. So I mean, I I guess this makes sense for what um for what it is i just didn't see like i i just i'm surprised because just the marketing was not that strong for the movie um there was numerous times where i forgot this movie was coming out and was a thing so i mean i, I don't know i guess it i guess it's okay i guess you know this is <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like yeah i'm just surprised i thought another movie was gonna number one be number one easily but i mean we'll talk about that next but um i i guess overall good win for Lionsgate. Um, i'm not sure what kind of year they had i I think they are i think they did they did have that hellboy monstrosity this year yeah. um so i mean i guess this is good for Lionsgate. i don't see as far as for legs um i guess it depends on what we have coming out next week and we'll get to that later as well but i mean i guess we'll we'll see um as far as the long run with this movie next week we have uh ford b ford b ferrari and charlie's angels so i mean we'll see yeah <laughs> <We'll see. sighs>
1: I think a good portion of that male audience might be siphoned away, though, with that V yeah. Ferrari. It yeah. did skew heavily male.
0: Right, so I mean, I I guess it just depends. Old on,
1: male too, actually.
0: Right, I guess it just depends on what people are gonna be interested in uh, this week and stuff. But um, midway, good. The audience. I mean, the Rotten Tomato score is not good and stuff. So um, yeah, all, all around, I'm just surprised by this number. But I guess this is okay, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what do we got for number two? This is this makes me huh. sad.
1: So number two is a surprise as well, but a sad surprise for both of us and many folks out there. Dr. Sleep comes in at number two with a pretty horrible $14.1 million in its opening weekend. That gives the Shining sequel $19.7 million worldwide up to this point after releasing into a couple of international markets just last week uh the cinema score is a B plus which is actually pretty good for a horror film at large, especially mm-hmm. kind of a niche horror like this turned out to be so yeah uh,
0: yeah i um I really enjoyed this movie. I saw it yesterday. um I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really, really good film once again, this year, it's just so infamous with the bringing back an old classic kind of sequel for movies that have that that, you know that like that are 40 years old or 30 years old or 20 years old this this year has been infamous for failing box office as far as for that um i i thought i think it's i think it's i think i think it was very ridiculous to have this movie come out after halloween in november i mean what man it's so frustrating you know because like if it would have came out I mean, our our only Halloween movie, really, that we got for October was Countdown, you know? So this would have been a fine, perfect October kind of release, uh, you know, uh, maybe in the weekend of when Countdown came out or, you know, right before Terminator or after Terminator. But it just goes to show that... um, there's two there's a couple of things there's people are not interested in these stories anymore the marketing you 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 cannot i mean unless you're in the industry i'm not sure how many people knew that this movie was a a sequel to the shining because um because you know everyone i've spoken to about it when i was going to see it yesterday um i'm just like yeah it's a sequel to the shining and they're like oh i didn't know you know because like It has the title is kind of off-putting a little bit. You don't really know what the title means. I mean, when you watch the movie, it kind of doesn't really say what the title has anything to do with it with with anything. So um, I don't know. It's just a bunch of kind of things, kind of of why no one, the audiences, were just very, very lukewarm on this. I was the only person in my audience yesterday. um, You know, when I went to go see it, and it's sad, but like you know, because I really liked it, so disappointed to get this number.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I mean. The title is also a weird part of the movie like it just it's not a really significant strain of the film. I don't know yeah. if that plays out differently in the books or not or the book, I should say, or not. Um I agree the title doesn't give off what this is, what it's about. It didn't look to have anything to do with the trailers themselves. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know. And having a s- direct sequel like this to The Shining I don't know it just seems all of it I guess just played up to not be so great Uh, just looking at you know obviously it chapter 2 and how that performed this year Pet Cemetery performed 10 million more than this earlier this year Mm -hmm. Uh, this is not a great opening for a Stephen King adaptation though many would argue it's the best Stephen King adaptation of the year here it is with by far the worst opening
0: I also will say I think I think it has something to do with that trailer that tra- that first trailer is awful I that's one of the reasons why i because i have no i know nothing about the book i don't read stephen king's novels like i said the only the only novel i've read of his was the first was the it book that's it um so people who read the book will understand what the trailer is about but the trailer really does have a hard time telling you that first this is a sequel to the shining and uh, and what this movie is about because i i basically i basically went into the movie blind in a way because i didn't know what this movie was supposed to be about i, I was like who was dr sleep is 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 Danny doctor sleep now I was just I didn't I I didn't get it you know and I think the audience is kind of agreed because like they didn't they didn't show out for this movie the the trailers every time it played in front of a horror movie just was very off-putting to the um to the audience it looks it looks very cheap if you just look at I love the movie but if you look at the trailer the trailer looks very cheap as far as like the little glowing eyes and you know what I mean so maybe that just turned people off and people was just not interested into it you know
1: yeah it's just I don't know. It's a sad day. I was hoping this would reach around the thirty million you predicted last week. and um, it came in with about half. Oof,
0: yeah. I mean, this is like a this number is so baffling to me because it's like a second weekend number. You know what I mean? Like a third weekend even number. I thought this movie was a clear mark. it like clear for like what did what did you and I say? We said like, 30-something million, 20-something million at least?
1: You were at about 30. I started at 20 and decided to bump it up to 25.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was going to be a a better, I really thought this movie was going to be like a better outcome with audiences. But I just think the trailer and just the lack of marketing and the lack of people understanding that this was a sequel to The Shining or, or or people even knew that it was a sequel to The Shining and just didn't care, you know, because that's happened all throughout this year. with these like sequels like Shaft and Men in Black and all these movies, you know, so it's just, um, yeah, it sucks because I really, what? really liked it.
1: All the old folks were going to go see Midway, apparently, so they... Yeah, so... (laughs) All the people who were around when The Shining was released went and saw Midway instead.
0: Yeah, they went and saw a whole different movie, so... um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, and looking at this list of box office, it's just not great. You know, it's fine. It's very, it's a very serviceable weekend, you know, but it's not like nothing blew, nothing blew the waters off. Like nothing blew it off the doors this weekend, you know. So um, very disappointing as far as for Dr. Sleep. Warner Brothers does have a big win as far as this year for Joker, and they, that made them a lot of their profits like this and year. This is yet like, another disappointment this for is, them. This is another disaster. Like this is a disaster, There's this number for Dr. Sleep. Um, I don't know. Release it in October or something. I don't know. This is not a November movie, I, I think. You know? So, I don't know. It's just weird, you know? Just very weird. So... All right, what do we get for number three? God, this movie was awful too. What's going on? So,
1: coming in at number three is another shock. So, we had four new releases, two of them overperformed, and two of them underperformed to a degree. Uh, but this was the other one, which popped up a little bit higher than anticipated with Playing with Fire hopping in at number three with an estimated 12.8 million. That gives the John Cena family comedy fifteen point three million in its worldwide debut. As I said, both outperforming our expectations as well as industry expectations heading into the
0: weekend. Um uh, did you did you see this? Awful. I did
1: not. i I missed the screening and it just I haven't had a see it yet.
0: Awful. Um, good, good on, good on you, even though I know you're probably still gonna try to see it, but good on you, don't don't it, see it it, it did
1: receive a b plus uh, cinema score from opening day audiences. Wow. um <laughs> it has fifty one percent male audiences and families made up sixty one percent. So um, I think that that family number has a lot to do with it. It, it rings like kind of a holiday ish family comedy type of movie. That's why last week, I think I predicted around 10 million. Cause I said, ah, people, people go for it. You know, people see these mm-hmm. trailers and they, they just go for it. They'll go and watch this kind of movie in the theater. It just is what it is. It has a weirdly solid built in audience. And I think there's that number.
0: I just think with this movie, um, cause I saw it. Okay. I saw it yesterday morning, i wanted something to see before um doctor sleep and i didn't want to see last christmas just yet um i'm not in the christmas mood yet so i want to see that when i'm in the christmas mood but i saw this movie and the trailers even like the movie the writing just stinks. you're dumb you know as far as like kids go I have to like, you have these these amazing animated films like Toy Story Four, Frozen Two coming out. You had the How to Turn Your Dragon from earlier this year. Abominable. All of them have tones in the movie that just show that this is for kids, but it can be for adults. I have never seen such dumb humor, just like you know, basically, like if we say poop jokes as kids, you're going to laugh. And that just makes it it just makes it so really really like awful to me that you think that your audience is this dumb you know what i mean like it's just like a bunch of poop jokes and a, bu- a bunch of like a bunch of john tina hit his head somewhere and then that's like that's the movie it's so it's so awful i didn't i didn't i didn't even want to review it um but it's so bad so i don't know why i'm, I'm disappointed again this all this money could have went to dr sleep but i went to playing with fire um it's it's gonna die next week, hopefully. But yeah, I'm just this movie sucked. So I mean, what's going on? Uh,
1: this is why we can't have nice things.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it sucked. I was like, what is happening with this with this movie? Um, but yeah, so I, I people people I guess they see these kind of movies and they enjoy them for what Thanks, they are. But know. John Cena, I guess, I mean, he has something there with the audiences. But um, yeah, and, I, 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 and honestly, I don't think John Cena's a good lead actor at all um he's definitely more of a side because i enjoyed him in bumblebee you know what i mean he's definitely more like a side actor i i don't see him in leads and doing well because he's the lead of this movie and he's not good so yeah so we'll see but um all right let's get into the number four spot what do we got
1: so, coming in at number four is the other new release that's uh, performed within reason, but still a slight underperform for last Christmas, which delivered 11.6 in its opening weekend of release. That gives the Amelia Clark Henry Golding holiday rom com 14.7 million in its worldwide debut.
0: Um, yeah, I, I thought this movie was going to make lower. So I guess this is good um, Universal for, for Universal Pictures. Um, Amelia Clark. I can't say if she's a draw yet or not, but Henry Golding as well, he's still he's still fairly too, like fairly new to audiences. So I think people just want to get into the Christmas spirit, I guess and want to go check these kind of movies out. These romantic comedies always sort of do pretty well. so it doesn't really surprise me at the number that it landed on, especially with all the competition.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it continues to perform, obviously, because we're way early in the holiday season. It did only receive a B- cinema score, which is a little bit shocking. I thought it would probably get a little bit more. But we'll see how it works throughout the the coming months, because, I, I mean, we're still almost two months out from Christmas. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, another, another, uh, uh, another thing I don't like is when um, Christmas movies come out, like November and October. They just come out in December. Huh. Uh, even if it's it.
1: early December, I don't know. I think I think companies get scared of December because they, you know, we just load December with so many true, releases. Yeah. I mean, there are just so many movies that come out. So maybe they just get scared and try to push it to november but then it's like eh, i don't know i still think even with all the competition of december a christmas movie is gonna have its its little slice in the the game period no matter what else is coming out
0: yeah exactly so and probably another thing is probably just because uh frozen 2 is coming out that's gonna be a big box office actually i don't know we'll see because like i've been disappointed all year you know so if frozen uh but i do think frozen is gonna do good you know, as far as the box office goes, oh, um, no. just no, that of would it, be
1: a sad another. It really would, if it if, does go down.
0: It really will be if Frozen underperforms. Then I don't know what to. I don't know what to say as far as as far as um animated goes.
1: At the most, I think it'll underperform like Toy Story underperformed, where it's still a great opening, but maybe right, it was a right. little bit less than we were thinking or hoping. Mm-hmm. But it's still a great opening nonetheless. So I or think. the
0: way. Or the way I, like it underperformed, like it yeah. chapter two, it did really well, but it underperformed kind of to certain people yeah. with that ninety million dollars. So yeah, uh,
1: I think I think that's uh, in my head at least. That's the worst case scenario for Frozen. I I just can't imagine just a straight out like Doctor Sleep. You know, like I can't imagine a straight out bomb. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. It could.
1: I feasibly, I guess, it could happen, but I I would that would be quite the shock. Um, so I can see it underperforming a little bit last Christmas. Uh, yeah. Like we said, this is good. Uh, maybe, maybe all those Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies are actually hurting films like last Christmas um, when it comes to the big screen, because
0: yeah, because there's uh, a thousand movies on TV. That's just like this movie. just a like brand,
1: it. A brand new holiday movies releasing on Hallmark and Lifetime every single exactly, weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah and you know people get their fix they get their romance they get their christmas spirit without having to pay a dime and they they get what they want right there uh and i don't know if they care that amelia clark and henry golding (laughs) are in this other one or not i don't know but yeah i don't know amelia
0: that's actually a a great point i um that's actually a great point yeah
1: be loving. I have no interest in watching that Let It Snow movie uh, on Netflix. I actually
0: heard it was good. It, it, it's, if it's like, really it. if it's like the way I enjoyed um, to all the boys I loved before, then I'll be into it. Then I'm excited for it to watch it. I might right. watch it tonight. It's, actually,
1: actually, the romance. That's the problem. Is the romantic comedy has all but disappeared from. You know, theaters at large part because you know streaming platforms and television have gotten yeah, good yeah. enough. Just there's no need. You don't need to go out to the theater to see that. You'll see pretty much the same quality at home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually actually that's a great point uh, because I uh, if I'm uh, if I'm on my TV guide at home. Lifetime. is just the other Christmas. Uh, um, this Christmas. You know what I mean? Like the final Christmas. Christmas tomorrow. It's just always th- these kind of films that are the same. I so will say,
1: my grandma, for whatever reason, this year has way been into the Christmas spirit already. I say uh, every time I seem to walk out, <laughs> look at what she's watching. It's a Lifetime Christmas movie. Yeah. So um, but she also loved Last Christmas. She was crying in the theater the whole bit. So oh, I mean, there was that too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I mean yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. It, there's there's an audience for this movie. Um so I, I also don't see the chemistry between them two. Maybe 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 I gotta watch the movie, but Henry Golding and Amelia Clark just is like an odd pairing, you know? Um I don't know. When I when I used to see the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians and saw Henry Golding and like um and um and Constance Wu, like that, that energy and that chemistry like like was so strong, you know what I mean? It's just like it was so you felt it. I don't feel it with them too so I don't know, so we'll see even even Henry, Henry Golding is like in like a simple favor, I saw I just saw better, I see better chemistry in his roles and the trailers just don't do it for me, you know what I mean, with them too, oh. so I don't know, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. I, I think I want to check it out tomorrow or, or like sometime next week but you know, I mean we'll see So It
1: seems to be actually really divisive was like, Yeah, okay, was I saw like The, the critic score itself is not great just in general, but just like from our little sphere of um you know youtube reviewers and online reviewers some people really enjoyed it and others are just like no <laughs> so nice, i don't know nice, it seems nice to thing. be very divisive i don't know i didn't anticipate this movie uh to be all that divisive but here we are
0: yeah because like all all of our friends enjoyed it and then like you go in that critic score and then like you go in some reviews and it's just like awful so i mean i don't know um all right this number five spot is awful as well um, let's get right into it what do we got so,
1: rounding out the top five is yet another sequel that is underperforming with Terminator Dark Fate, which brought in 10.8 million in its second week of release. That brings the latest Terminator film up to 48.4 million domestic and 199 million worldwide. So, just under that 200 million mark for the new Terminator film. This, though, to put into perspective, is a 63% drop oh. from um, the opening, which is really terrible. And right now, it's well behind already. Terminator: Genesis.
0: Um, oh, is it? Good lord.
1: Terminator: Genesis at this point in release was already at 59 million domestic, and here we are at 48.
0: Or dark Face. i'm not surprised like i said last week and, and it, it's it's still in four thousand. De- no one cares about this movie no one cares about this movie no one asked for it they tried to promote it like the, the way they you know they tried so hard as far as like here um arnold schwarzenegger and linda hamilton the old you know from the old like two movies like that you really liked come see it but Like I said last week, you gotta stop making these, you gotta stop making, this movie should not have been a big budgeted blockbuster octane high octane movie it, it should it should not it should have been far from that because then audiences get reminded of genesis okay the last time we had a big budget high octane action terminator movie was genesis and it was awful so i mean i don't blame them i i i i i didn't this is not doesn't surprise me especially after last week's number um yeah this we're not gonna see terminator for a while is what i'll say after this number a while yeah, and just so. kind
1: of looking at all of these these little numbers other than Creed maybe just I don't know let the 80s rest
0: Agreed, agreed, <laughs> let, agreed.
1: Let the 80s just be uh, between the Ghostbusters reboot when we're getting another one of those. So I guess we'll see how that one performs with the original cast coming back for Ghostbusters or whatever's happening there. They want to talk about Back to the Future. But looking at all of these, uh, whether it be Predator movies, whether it be Rambo movies, Terminator movies, all of these movies, uh, we'll see about Top Gun coming out. Um You know, I don't know, maybe right now Top Gun,
0: that movie's gonna get like 15, 20 million dollars I guarantee it, I guarantee it
1: Maybe directors now, you know They grew up in the 80s and that's like Their jam or something, I don't know But we're just mining the 80s for all they're worth And they're not coming up with big results So especially These big action stars like Arnold And Sylvester mm, They're not really draws today Um, So I don't know what we're thinking
0: that's a great point. And I didn't even associate it with as far as oh, it's the eighties and stuff like that. But just be Hollywood is trying so hard to resurrect something that's just not there anymore. And it it, it in this year has pretty sh- has shown that more than anything. That yeah. it's just like you can't just put a name on something and then just assume that, yo, know, the audience is gonna blow this one away. Like you just can't just do that, you know? So it's just like you gotta put more behind it. You can't just put it, put the name on it, new act. And th- this is this is what we got now. It's just not going to work. So, uh, un- unless the word of mouth is like bonkers good, or like the trailers are really good, or the marketing is good, it's just then this year it's just every single one of them that's tried to do this has just been horrific. And then you got like original stuff like Joker, almost about to make break a break bi- a billion dollars. So I I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, but, I mean yeah. it's
1: it's such a tough thing because there are so many sequels, and uh, uh, maybe it's just a saturation thing that are underperforming this year. Sequels, remakes. So, what we complain about. So many are underperforming, but then also looking at the top of the box office, that's all that's there too. So they're at the top and they're at the bottom. (laughs) They're all all around. The sequels dominate, but they also bring up horrible results. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's very, I don't know, very telling as to what the audiences want today. So, um, I don't know. But um, all right, that was the top five. Any other stories that we got? Uh, Joker is still doing really, really well. Um.
1: Network. So close to Joker crossing the billion dollar mark, and it will yep. be the first ever R-rated film to do so uh, once it hits there. So that's exciting, but we'll probably talk more about that next weekend because I'm yeah. pretty positive that's when it's going to happen. It's next weekend?
0: It's the overseas. The overseas are still seeing this really, really hard, you know. So um, some... I
1: mean domestic and yeah, yeah theaters, but didn't have that big of a fall this weekend. I mean, it's doing great here and mm-hmm. overseas. Um, maleficent is closing in on 100 million domestic and it's up to 430 million worldwide not bad, not um, bad. That's, so that's actually a d- better number than i think in my head uh, especially with that d- our international number Right. Looking right. get this harriet actually increased theaters this weekend which is a little bit of a surprise to me uh
0: um, he did yep
1: It it didn't fall all that hard, uh, down to seven million for twenty-three million now domestic total. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then we get down to like Jojo Rabbit, just outside the top ten this weekend. It added over five hundred theaters, made three point nine million dollars, and came in in eleventh. So Jojo Rabbit now is up to nine point one million here domestic. So about to break ten million, which is exciting for that little film.
0: Yeah, so I'm very happy to, I'm very happy to see that because I, I absolutely adore that movie so I'm glad audiences are going to go see that and I, I, like I said the Indies are doing really well the Indies are all doing really good and parasite continues and parasite uh,
1: added yeah continues to do theaters well theaters this weekend so parasite made uh 2.5 million out of 600 theaters that brings that news really good total up to 11.2 million and worldwide though that's where the big number is for parasite right now at 106.7 million dollars worldwide
0: yeah it's doing great
1: i mean that's an amazing number
0: it's going to be i saw that it's going to be the highest grossing foreign film of the year um so i mean uh, uh, award season cannot miss this movie as far as for that um so we'll see how it do, how it goes well also I, I i think what's helping it is that is that that kind of that that like phenomenon jingle that became like a thing you know with the doorbell and all that stuff the, you know they like uh, neon actually put it they actually like clipped out the stuff and put it into like an mp3 and everything and audiences are sharing it it's like it's like it, ha- it has so many views on youtube so it's just like it's becoming like a phenomenon it's became like a phenomenon so i'm really happy to see this movie doing so well um because uh, once again love that movie as well also if you go down the list honey boy um four theaters two hundred eighty-eight thousand. Yeah, really really good great really platform good. debut yeah. for
1: honey boy um which gets 72 uh, dollars just over seventy two thousand dollars per theater average it'll expand over the next couple of weeks as well and it's been getting great buzz um looking at some of these other just random ones the Adams family crossed 90 million dollars this weekend for 91.4 million and and 154.8 million worldwide uh Gemini man got gutted theater wise this weekend it's good
0: 1300
1: oh. almost 1400 theaters this weekend and only in its fifth week of release it's down to less than half a million dollars uh at the weekend box office Ugh. um uh, uh, dogs it fell pretty hard as expected i mean a lot of these movies were just shedding theaters at the at the box office after couple. yeah only, a couple,
0: yeah, only out a blue. couple weekends
1: and they're already just like gone yeah, yeah, black and blue.
0: Nine hundred theater loss. That is awful.
1: Yeah, after in just what week number three for black and blue. Yeah,
0: that's awful. Uh,
1: looking at something like the current war, that's pretty much been wiped out of theaters at only two hundred thousand mm. uh, dollars, and and it's a third weekend of release. Ugh. yeah. There's been a lot of lot of movies that have come out recently, and most of them are already just completely off the radar.
0: Right, and. Downton Abbey is finally pretty much off the trails now. It 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 did. Finally
1: cooled off.
0: Yeah, it did what it did, but yeah, that's about it for Downton Abbey.
1: Uh, Motherless Brooklyn. I mean, they didn't lose any theaters, and that's already down to just 2 million for 7 million total. I mean, yeah, a lot of weird little movies. And unfortunately, I think most of this weekend's releases are going to go that way too, so we'll see.
0: Um, the Lighthouse is also doing really well too. Eight million dollars. Um, yeah. it took out it took out some theaters, but still pretty did pretty did pretty yeah, okay sorry, this did, weekend. You know,
1: Downline for theater wise, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, a, a movie that strange um, has a, a ceiling at the box office.
0: Oh <laughs> so my god, to get to about nine
1: million dollars. <laughs> I mean, good on you because. Uh, a, a movie that crazy, strange, and art house, just pure um, getting to $9 million is quite the feat.
0: <laughs> Do you like this movie, Larry? I,
1: I loved uh, The you Lighthouse. You loved
0: it! You loved it! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know yeah. Hannah's I know Hannah's next. As soon as Hannah watches it, she's going to adore it. Oh, I don't get it. Movie was everybody, awesome. everybody
1: loves The Lighthouse. Well, no, not everyone. But, yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> the movie was horrific i don't understand um all right so let's get into what we got in coming in next week uh we have an okay pretty much okay weekend we got charlie's angels ford v ferrari um the good liar in some theaters the report in some theaters um and then waves actually gets a couple of theaters next week before the big opening weekend after um I know we're looking at it next weekend, but I don't know why. I don't know why 21 Bridges is going up against Frozen 2. What is going on? Wow. Um, but Yeah, next weekend.
1: Them ripping off Avengers, like them putting that on that. Oh,
0: did you see that? Oh my god, I cannot. Oh, it looks so bad. I just, it looks, it literally looks like what Black and Blue looks like. And the trailers are just, once they start doing these kind of trailers and they start having like a, like a, like a, you know, like a trending kind of hip hop song to kind of bring in some audiences, it never does well. Um it i don't know that movie's going to bomb but let's get into next weekend what do you think for Charlie's Angels i don't know mm. i i don't know 20 million 19 uh, 18
1: uh, i'm going to go like 15
0: oof um i
1: just i mean is there an interest
0: again to... this is again this is a, like another we're going to be talking about the same thing next weekend just like okay a uh, charlie's angels hasn't been out for a long time maybe audiences miss it let's recast them let's reboot it let's ha- you know it's just this what yeah, I
1: and I, I've been watching people's like reactions and stuff to even the soundtrack, and it's been very meh. Uh, it, Ariana Grande fans are very meh on the soundtrack, um, which to me is not a good sign, because uh, that was clearly what they were trying to use. You know, you could see it in that last trailer. They were trying to use the soundtrack, trying to use Ariana Grande to, to pop up awful. film. And it's just, I mean, even her fans are kind of like now, eh, the music ain't even <laughs> really good. Why am I going to go see that movie? <laughs> no, that <laughs> this much. is like, no. this is the rejects from her real album.
0: Okay. Um... That last trailer, I mean, that, that trailer is awful too. So,
1: and Kristen Stewart, I know many of us in the indie community love her for her indie work, but she just, she's not good in blockbusters. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You just, you need to hear it. In the mainstream, she needs to stick to indies and just be done with it because she hasn't made a good major motion picture yet.
0: Um, the it only, it the-
1: looks like it's about to be thrown into that pile.
0: The only the only sort of draw sort of draw is Naomi um, Naomi Scott from um, is it Campbell or Scott one of those um, from Aladdin she did Aladdin so no girl
1: I... Naomi Campbell is the legendary supermodel of the world
0: okay good 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 okay okay <laughs> okay so Naomi Scott Naomi Scott but that's the only kind of draw kind of draw. I don't know. It's so hard hard
1: to judge with those Disney remakes because honestly, the Disney property is the draw. Like, you can't bank hard on the stars of those movies, it's it's the, the name Aladdin. That that was the biggest draw, um, and you know they're not even trying to make ties. They're not pulling the twenty one bridges and saying Jasmine kicks ass. <laughs> so they're not trying to make ties. Uh, I don't know. I know. They're doing a girls' night out showing on. Wednesday. I actually had
0: a. Um, I actually have a screening. I had a screening for it tonight, but I can't go. I have a sleep study tonight.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had a bump. It was like through Bumble or something. It was a screening at downtown like tonight
1: so
0: um, yeah i can't go to it though but like i yeah i actually had, to, I had the tickets and everything um i don't know charlie's angels no one asked for this once again it's probably gonna do like the highest i see it going the highest i see it going is 18 million yeah. the highest i see it going it's um, just
1: uh, i don't see it ford v ferrari people go see it it's so good oh, <laughs> i loved it. I, just... loved it I loved it
0: I missed the screening on Wednesday. Was it Thursday? It was Tuesday. One of those days I missed yeah. the screening for it. Um, I wanted to go so badly. But I heard All it you dad it.
1: people. All you dad people who went out and supported Midway, go freaking watch Ford v. Ferrari.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to see it really, really bad. I'm a huge fan of James Mangold. It's, it's an Oscar movie, too. So I And I, yeah. and I think November, people want to go see those Oscar kind of bait films as well. So I see this movie doing actually okay. I see it doing like 13 to 15. Yeah, I was
1: like I, I said, yeah, ten to fifteen, somewhere in there. Hopefully, at least it can break double digits. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's always hard with these, but I think this is. I mean, obviously, it's getting a wide release, thirty-five hundred theaters next weekend, and I think it's been marketed well enough. So I hope that people more mainstream go and see this as well, not just like the Oscar-y crowd or whatever.
0: Um, agreed, agreed. And then as far as for the good liar, I don't see anything. Ah, oh,
1: I don't uh, really. Yeah. I mean, it's releasing in over twenty five hundred theaters. Uh, sometimes really? these yeah, Damn. sometimes these older skewing films can pop up. Um, but I just think there's so many. Um, this agreed, movie yeah. this movie should have released maybe in the summer, I think, honestly. Or or any time other than Oscar season, if I'm being real. Because that's when older audiences are kind of craving material for them, because Mm -hmm. during Oscar season, there's a lot that's when, you know, older audiences are out and about at the theater during this time of year because they want to see all of these biopics. They want to see all of these other movies, even something like Ford v. Ferrari. So The Good Liar, it's not going to get any sort of awards buzz. It's not a prestige pick by any means. So they're not going to go. I mean, they have other things they want to watch. So this should have came out as like a, a counter-programming for old, older folks during summer, I think. I don't know, because it looks yeah. kind of like a... An uh, actiony mystery type of thing with Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. I don't know. I'm seeing this tomorrow. Hopefully, it's good. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it would honestly. It would have been a solid. It would have been a solid August release. Yeah. Solid August release. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I hope. I hope. People see waves. I don't see it doing that well, but I—I I, I mean, as far as for indie numbers, maybe like a maybe like a two, a three, or something like that. So I feel
1: like it is gonna. How I don't even. What next week? It's probably releasing in like four well, theaters. Well,
0: it's only releasing next week in L. A. and New yeah. York. but yeah, the so week like after, four theaters. Yeah.
1: It'll probably have a. I would say. I mean, it has a shot at getting like that Honey Boy number.
0: Oh, yeah, because oh man, I loved because it. it's it, it so has much. gotten
1: such good buzz so far. Oh, yeah. It has a lot of awesome potential so you know New York and LA especially when there's big buzz around it they'll go out and see what the heck's going on
0: and you saw it you saw it what did you you think I
1: liked it I don't know if I liked it I liked a lot about it and then some things I was just like "Mm."
0: What did you, okay, did you, I, um, I, I feel like
1: audiences are, I, I think it's going to get ripped, though, by general audiences. I'm just going to say that now.
0: Like, as far as, like, dislike? You think so? Yeah. I, well, when I went to the, when I went to the festival for last weekend, the, the, the general public, like, people around me were kind of liked it. I heard like, um, I did, I, it's hard, it's a hard movie to watch. It's a hard movie to watch. Um, and certain aspects of it and certain demeaning, demeaning aspects of it as well, as far as for, for, if you're pro women, just no bueno, you know? So, um, which I am, but I still really, really love the movie, but I can see people being turned off by some of the kind of storytelling. And I can see even,
1: so even the filmmaking is right off the bat, what I'm worried about with general audiences, because it's a very different, like experimental type of film in the way that it was shot. Um, if they're just gonna be like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> right I, I, off I the bat that, with that like that. moving
1: around and like the way that the sound works. I mean, I I don't know if people are just gonna be like, what the hell? Is
0: this? I, I, yeah, <laughs> the loud
1: noises. The big uh, poor old people. They best not go in.
0: Are you talking old about the um...
1: Hate it. Old people gonna hate this movie.
0: <laughs> are you talking about the uh the car stuff, the stuff with like the revolving no, camera like the, in the car?
1: The revolving sound. Uh, the way yeah. that he did it. That like you couldn't really hear the dialogue sometimes because so much other noise was happening and they meant it for you to hear it as if you were the character. Like the way he did that sound, you were like, it was kind of off to the distance because somebody was yelling up the stairs or they were talking from behind you. I don't know. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can understand that. I I also, I also think that audiences will be turned off by kind of the, the story shift in the movie, too. I mean, yeah, it's like... it
1: kind of too... Uh, they have a connection, clearly. But it definitely is almost like two distinct...
0: Two different movies. Mashed yeah.
1: together. Like, they, they yeah. have a turning point. You build up to this moment. And then we pivot to another character's story
0: um yeah so I can see that so as far as I mean though I loved it but I can I can understand I I think it's
1: gonna have a big platform debut though I think it yeah like I said I think it can certainly match what Honey Boy did this weekend it's just when we start to expand I mean even Honey Boy I don't know it has Shia LaBeouf but will that expand successfully I don't know it's always hard to tell with these little movies how they're gonna do as they start going nationwide
0: yeah agreed agreed so um agreed actually so in- interesting weekend next week we'll see how everything goes i i mean we'll-, we'll we'll see but i am excited for ford v ferrari um that's pumped i'm pumped up for that charlie's angels i don't care i'm still gonna see Walked it for that
1: ticket booth you can choose midway or you can choose ford v ferrari
0: yeah I. there is
1: a clear choice yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Ferrari movie. But um, yeah, I guess as far as for you and I, that is it for today's show. Um, that's all we got this week uh, for the box office. Everyone, thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. We are back on schedule. Just had a little bit of a hiccup last last week, but um, Sundays are is the day for the box office. So box office. Sunday is box office day. So stay nice tuned for has all of that. Got in the
1: way, so we're sorry. Yeah. about The last couple of weeks just being a little bit of a mess.
0: Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad and I'm glad you mentioned if we can do it today early because tonight I have a sleep study. Um, <laughs> So I'm going to, I have to go to a hospital and sleep and stuff. So, um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, next week we'll be back again. You and I episode 36. And as far as for this week, that is it. Larry, why don't you let everyone know know they can find you. What's coming up on your channel this week.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Um, I mentioned Good Liar coming up tomorrow. Charlie's Angels for sure, but I don't know if it'll be Tuesday or Wednesday. And then there's a couple depending on what happens with Charlie's Angels, another screening. So we'll see about all that foolishness. Um, and then I am seeing Honey Boy finally because you know a whole emergency room situation happened and I wasn't mm-hmm. able. To make my previous screening for Honey Boy But I am seeing it on Thursday So that review will come as well
0: okay um yeah I'm interested to see what see what you thought about that movie because I didn't like it as I didn't like it as much as first when I saw it last week but then I, I kind of warmed up to it by like the, the next day thinking about it a little bit so I'm curious to see what you think about honey boy if you see it um but yeah that is it no um no blu-ray hunting this week you waiting for black Friday huh <laughs> I have I think I'm gonna
1: do just the giveaway for the code though here soon so I'm gonna have some sort of blu-ray Video, I think, just so that I can get this Lion King code out because I've been sitting on it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so people are probably sick of it. I want to know who to get somebody this dang code already. So I, I'm I'm still contemplating what I'm gonna do there.
0: Okay, okay, no worries. Um, Alrighty, everyone, that is it. You can find me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. As far as for us, you can find us, the uh, Cinemania world page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as far as our schedule... This week, everything should be the same. If Alex and I do see a movie tomorrow, um, as far as for last Christmas our Midway, our uh, review will be like the way we did Dark Fate, and it'll be tomorrow. So if we do, we'll see. Um, and then the World Show will be back this week. We'll see what kind of news we got for the rest of the week. And then movie reviews. We, we've done a lot of movie, uh, movie, movie reviews throughout the week and stuff, so make sure you check that all out. And as far as for that, maybe Charlie's Angels. I'm sure of it. I'll see it. And then Ford Don't Beaver Ferrari. our Oh my Joe. god! Oh, that's that song is awful. Oh, uh, then <laughs> Ford v Ferrari will definitely be this week as well, and maybe The Irishman because I do want to check it out this week. I do want to check it out even though that runtime is ridiculous. But um, I do so want to check gonna, it out. You're gonna do it, huh? I wanted. Listen, I wanna I want to support the movement, and I want to see movies on the big screen. I want to. You fuck were, that you runtime.
1: I was like, you were pretty time. adamant at the beginning that you were just. I know,
0: and then I and then I a, I know, and then I thought about it. I wanted to see see. I wanted to see the King in theaters too, but it's already on Netflix. And by the time, the, the, the thing about the King is that they released it in theaters the same week that it was releasing on Netflix. This okay. makes no sense. Makes no sense. You know what I mean? At least Marriage Story is in theaters. Is in some theaters, but they they don't release on Netflix till like next month. You know, yeah. so. As far as the Irishman, I think it releases on Netflix when later on this month.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. In November, and they're starting to they're they're coming to Boston theaters this weekend. So, I I want to support like like cinema, quote unquote cinema. according to Martin Scorsese, and I do want to see the movie on a big screen because I heard it's really good. It's just the runtime. It's fuck. I can't imagine sitting on my ass for three and a half hours. But, um. I probably probably so we'll see everyone if I want to check that out if I had the goal to check it out you know all in one sitting we will see um yeah. and then that is it that's so we'll stay tuned for all the upcoming shows this week but um Larry thank you once again for taking time out to come on the show this week really appreciated and that is it everyone my name is Dwayne that is Larry we'll talk to you guys next week bye-bye